Being an adult is mostly being exhausted, wishing you hadn't made plans, and wondering how you hurt your back. Rebel Circus. Welcome back to Easier with a Friend, everyone. We're friends who grew up together, and sometimes we wonder how we got here. (laughs) Once again, we're your hosts, Chi and Elaine. And we thought we'll have a lighthearted discussion about adulting today. Yep. As most of you know, Chi and I really grew up together, having been friends now for 26 or so years. So we've gone through a lot of life changes together. And I mean, we really enjoy having each other discuss the humorous aspects of our life together. So today we decided that we'd have a little fun discussion about adulting. And I mean, Chi, I guess right down to it, what does adulting mean to you? I think that's when you reach a certain age and society have these expectations of you. And that's the most (laughs) like concise definition I can come up with, right? Because it's literally like when you get to be a certain age, it's no longer okay to live with your parents and you're now encouraged and required to get a job and For a lot of us, it's also getting married and starting a family. So all of those society's expectation because you've reached a certain age in life. That's what my made up definition of what adulting is. I actually think that's a better definition than what I had in mind, because in my head, I was like, I guess it's something to do with achieving financial independence, not needing help right from (laughs) your family anymore. But then I thought about how I literally read something a couple days ago about how 50% roughly of American older adults still give their adult children money. And I was thinking, well, that's nice. I would like some money. (laughs) (laughs) And I suppose you can't necessarily say that their grown children aren't adults because we're talking not even grown children who are still living at home. We mean they might have gone out and started a family and might still in the world we live in need help from their families. So I think your definition is better, actually. It's when you reach that age, when you have societal expectations, I do think that that is true. So we really talked about this a little bit before sitting down to discuss this podcast, but we came up with a lot of things we dislike about adulting. (laughs) (laughs) Long list. Long list. So I guess we're going to go deep dive into our list. Chi, what is one of the things that you really hate about adulting? This is something that I've mentioned here and there to friends, but I hate getting ready to file my taxes. And <laughs> along with that, one of the other tasks that I detest is shopping for insurance. I'm talking about shopping for your home insurance or shopping for your car insurance and all the lingo that comes with what does it mean this exemption how do i file this tax what what paper do i need i just want to pay my taxes why is this so difficult mm-hmm. and why are insurance so expensive and it's just one of those things that comes once a year mm-hmm. or once every 6 months depending on how you shop for your insurance but it's just enough time for you to have forgotten what knowledge you acquired the previous time you researched all of this, right? And so going in, you just remember the anxiety 
that you felt the last time you had to sit down and do this. Mm -hmm. And it's just a pain in my behind every year when I sit down to do this. I literally have to hype myself up. I have to go get some coffee or give myself a little treat and just (laughs) persevere through this terrible thing that is taxes and insurance. (laughs) So I just want to point out that I like how she has essentially like done a Pavlovian experiment on herself in order to get through adulting tasks, <laughs> essentially like ringing the bell and giving dogs food, but it, it's like giving yourself a treat and then diving into your- <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have the mental capacity to do it without a little bit of like reward in the beginning, you know, like I need, I need something. Yeah. It, it's just one of those things that has to get done. And I wish I didn't have to do it. I understand. I will say, I I don't have to sit down every time and remind myself what all the categories mean. I just tell myself if I keep the coverage the same. And then the next time I shop for insurance, I just make sure it has equal coverage. (laughs) (laughs) That's generally what my game plan is too, but it's just a pain in the butt every single time. I think the second thing that I feel like I experience as an adult and I wish I don't have to is the fact that you constantly feel like you didn't have enough sleep. You didn't have enough downtime. And it might be because I am a parent of two kids and my kids are a little bit younger too. And so for the past 10 years, honestly, it's been a challenge just to get enough sleep. It's been a challenge to feel like I've had enough time just to like sit on the couch because your kids need you. And even when they're in school, you have a ton of stuff you got to do around the house and work and all those other things. I remember being a kid and it's like, you can just think about how much free time you're going to have because summer is coming. <laughs> I miss that feeling because as an adult, you don't get summer. The weekend is non-existent because you're doing so many things that it just feels like the weekend is even harder than doing the week. Right. Mm-hmm. But I miss that feeling of being a kid and feeling like, wow, I have a whole summer to do whatever I want. So (laughs) kids enjoy it. I do have to say that even without kids, Nick and I don't have any children. You're right. Adulting does feel like there's not maybe enough hours in the day to get everything done that you really want to get done. And of course, there's all the things that you think you should be getting done that are definitely on the back burner because other things are taking priority. And sometimes it's like one emergency to another emergency. I actually saw quotes about adulting. One that said, adulting is just about telling yourself, oh, things will slow down after this week over and over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I, I think that with or without children, life as an adult seems extremely busy. But I'm sure that with kids, it so much more so. I am grateful on sometimes on the afternoons when I'm settling down for say a nap or something on my day off, I feel very guilty writing into my friend's chat and telling my friends Chi and Su Ling that I'm about to go down for a nap. (laughs) (laughs) They're both moms and I know they don't get as much nap time as they probably want to or would like. It's perfectly okay for you to mention it because For myself, at least, I feel like, yes, nap, nap for all of us who can't enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so one thing that I think you and I have overlapping on our list of things we hate about adulthood, 
funny enough, a couple of weeks ago, I was saying to my coworkers, I think this was my exact quote. I wish someone had told us as kids that 80% of adulthood would just be diet slash health management. (laughs) (laughs) It's an exaggeration. I mean, it's probably not 80%, but I'm like, you know, I'm not even trying to be a supermodel or super skinny or have abs or anything like that anymore. That's not even the goal. I literally mean weight management just for health. Just so when I go to the doctor, he doesn't say, oh, you're going to die young. Like like in the next five years, if you don't get shit wrangled, I just want him to look at my numbers and be like, all right, you know, you're fine. You're good. You know, see me next year. Right. That's all I want to hear. That's all I want. I don't even care. I'm, I'm not here for an Instagram booty. I'm not here to make the boobs not sag. I'm not here for bikini body. I am not here for any of that. I am here to hear like, oh, okay, you're not going to get diabetes and need a foot amputated, which is a real thing as an adult, right? Like, oh, your blood pressure is through the roof and you might have a stroke. Just don't want to hear it. I want to just go to the doctor and the doctor be like, everything looks good. See you next year. That's all I want. (laughs) Very low level of expectation, right? And so I hate that part of adulting. And it is, it's kind of like, tied into that whole metabolism thing, right? I'm not eyeing the scale and going, oh, I gained five pounds and I want to lose it for vanity. I'm looking at the scale and I go, oh, I gained five pounds. Is that going to affect my blood sugar numbers next time I go to the doctor? (laughs) That's what I'm thinking, okay? That's all I mean. So that's my number one thing I hate most about adulthood. And my number two thing, which will sound like it's just an extension of the number one thing, but I actually thought about this long and hard. And I'm like, no, this is a entirely separate item that I actually (laughs) because as Chi knows, but some of you may not, I love food. Like I love it deeply. I love to eat it. I love to cook it. I love to study it. I like to think about it. (laughs) I like to take pictures of it. I love food, right? And so the second thing I hate most about adulthood, which I suppose is tied in a little bit to, you know, health, whatever, is that I can no longer eat whatever the F I want, right? And by that, I mean, if I wanted to go out and just eat like three slices of cake this afternoon, which yes, I can fit that in my stomach. For those of you who are wondering, some people might be like, you can't even fit that in. I can, okay? I can't, but I don't anymore because of said blood sugar and whatever issues. But I actually hate this as an entirely separate line item from the health thing. I know they're sort of related, but sometimes I just want to go have a really sweet freaking coffee with really sweet freaking pastries, none of which I can do anymore because as Chi and I know, I prefer my coffee like with lots of cream and lots of sugar. It's the only way yeah. I like to drink it. Yeah. The only way I like to drink it. And I no longer order it. As a matter of fact, I don't drink coffee at all because I simply don't enjoy it any other way versus I enjoy tea just plain. So I just drink tea now because no sugar means <laughs> no blood sugar issues. And now when I order a cake or something, I'm like, would you like to split one? I was oh. never that person. I was like, my cake? I'm going to eat this cake by myself. Would you like to split one? Because I will only eat two bites. <laughs> oh, hey, I feel you. 
not due to vanity because vanity never stopped me from eating that cake. Let me tell you, it's 100% due to, oh, what is my blood sugar going to be when I check it tomorrow morning? Because, you know, I I don't want to die young. So (laughs) (laughs) all of those things. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But having spent enough time on the maybe negative aspects of adulting, maybe I I think we change tack right now and maybe talk about the things we actually love about adulting. And to be fair, I'm going to caveat this with not that we think our lives are horrible or anything like that. She and I are very grateful actually for the lives we live. We worked very hard to achieve them, but we actually had to sit down and really coordinate what we (laughs) thought were things we loved about adulthood. We had to come up with a joint list. So that being said, she lead it off. What is something we love about being adults? Yeah. So I had it as getting to make the decision, but I think the way you put it make more sense, which is freedom. And it may be because we grew up in Asian families where the parents were very um, overprotective, might I say. I remember when we first went to college, even the amount of freedom we felt in just being able to decide that I'm going to eat dessert before I even eat my dinner. And mom mm-hmm. is not here to tell me I'm going to ruin my appetite. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like I get to make my own choices for myself and for my family, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. I 100% agree. It's the freedom to do whatever you want, whenever the fuck you want, right? Like if I decide today that I'm going to eat dinner at 10 p.m. because I fucked up and forgot to eat dinner at 7, <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> and no one in my household is going to judge me or tell me otherwise. If I want to like lounge around with only underwear on, right? It's my own household and I can do whatever I want. I think it's not just the freedom from having parental expectations, but let's say in your younger years when you had roommates, well, you're not going to get to wander around your house naked because you have roommates. Now you don't have roommates. You can do whatever you want. Granted, and I understand that as adults, we still have obligations to kids, pets, family members, right? But within reason, within the boundaries of your own household, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you can do whatever you want. And that is what I mean. Freedom to eat, I mean, potato chips for dinner if I wanted to. Not that I, not that I do, because I'm, again, going back to the trying not to die thing. But (laughs) if I wanted to, all right? If I I was just like, you know what? For dinner tonight, fuck my doctor. (laughs) I could do that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you get to make the rules for your household and then change the rules if you want. Correct. Anytime I want. I could I could decide to be healthy for breakfast and decide to be terribly bad for dinner if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, the second thing on our list that we love is the wisdom that comes with age. So of all the things I would return to the adulthood store and not want back, I would want to keep the wisdom I have gained. And I when I say wisdom, I mean, it's things like, Knowing how to be grateful, knowing what true happiness is, knowing how to enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. All of those are things that like when you were younger, you probably didn't have that wisdom to be able to enjoy what you had in terms of your youth and your health and whatever else you got back then. So mm-hmm. that's something I, I would not want to return. And I very much love about being an adult. I agree. And I think the fact that that wisdom comes at a time where we're still young enough to enjoy them. Yeah. We're not quite aching in all of our joints yet. We're not quite like, oh, we can't travel because we're too old yet. Right. Like 
being at this age and understanding that while we're aging and there are concessions we must give now, (laughs) but also having enough wisdom to still be grateful for the body and the health that we do have and enjoying that to the max, because we know now that youth is not forever, that this will not last forever. So when I go out, I want to go on vacation. When I scuba dive, which we love to do, I'm grateful that my body is strong enough to allow me to do that. Whatever my beef with it about blood sugar levels and (laughs) blood pressure and whatnot, I am grateful that it is still young enough and healthy enough and strong enough to allow me to do that. And I am grateful for the wisdom that you learn to cherish every day differently at this age. Yeah. Because, you know, we've all are old enough now where we've gone through losses somewhat and we know that life is not guaranteed, right? And I think learning to be happy within yourself, learning to say no to the things that don't make you happy, that... Sometimes when we were younger, we felt obligated to say yes to is big too, right? And it's a big part of mental health being able to say, hey, you know what? I don't like these people. I don't need to be their friends, for instance. And that being said, leads me to, I think the third thing that she and I both agree on very, very much so is old friends. Because I think new friendships are great, of course. It's kind of like, New relationships are very exciting and they're, you know, very rosy and very happy, but old friendships, the ones you don't have to pretend for anymore, the ones where you can just say whatever the fuck you want. No explanation needed, honestly, because there's so much history. I could just go right in and tell you what happened and you already know all the backstories. Yep. And also past a certain point, no judgment. Oh, Yeah. And I don't mean past a certain point, like, oh, you know, certain things I still judge her for. I mean, like, I think a certain number of years passed into our friendship, we just passed the judgment line, right? I mean, I just trust implicitly that whatever she did, she had a good reason for, considered the consequences, right? She doesn't need judgment from me about it. I'm just here to support her because it's been so many years and we know each other so well and we just know each other's personalities and all of that. And for me, the no judgment come from a self-reflection of the mistakes I've made, the errors, the bad decisions I've made, and being able to be sympathetic to someone mm-hmm. if they did make a mistake without judging it. Oh, how could you? How, how stupid are you? Right? Because mm-hmm. you realize multiple times in life now, you have been that idiot who made that mistake too. And so that's where the no judgment comes from for me, honestly. Almost anything you tell me, I could somewhat be like, you know what? I know why you did that. Or I can see why that happened because I've been there or I've had similar things happen. And with that life experience, it helps you really be able to see the other person as just a human being like yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I think in addition, and that ties a little bit into that wisdom thing, but in addition to all of that, I think it's the support, you know, that you have for each other old friends like that you've had your whole life. I have now been friends with Chi longer than the number of years I had been alive before I knew her. Oh yeah, that's true. Because 14 is how old we were when we met each other. And now we've been friends 26 years. So we've literally been friends for 
a dozen years longer than I was at that age when I met you. Putting it that way, that makes it sound so so crazy, right? Like, yeah. And for us, our group of friends, we've known each other longer than we've known our spouses. Yes. I mean, it's a full two thirds of our lives now. And at this point, those friends are just family. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, no matter where Chi goes in this world, no matter where we travel to, no matter how old we get, no matter how the circumstances change, I know we'll be friends. Yeah. It's kind of like your mom will always be your mom. Chi will always be my Chi. <laughs> <laughs> so it is really nice. It's really freeing. And I wish for everyone friendships like this. And those are definitely bonuses to adulthood. So once again, that's a wrap for Easier with a Friend. We truly thank each and every one of you for tuning in today. If you had fun listening in today, maybe take the time to reach out to a friend and catch up. Remember to subscribe on Facebook, Spotify, or Apple Music so you won't miss any new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at Easier with a Friend, on our Facebook page, Easier with a Friend, or email us at easierwithafriend at gmail.com. Check out our website, easierwithafriend.com for today's transcript.